Welcome to the Plentiful Goddess Podcast. My name is Jessica Karabad and I'm a holistic coach for women, certified vegan nutritionist, fitness trainer, yogi, and Raki master. I have coached hundreds of women worldwide and I made it my mission to help women from all around the world transform their lives and health in ways they didn't think was possible. If you're looking to uplevel your health, learn about the best practical tips on vegan health and fitness, master your menstrual cycle, improve your relationship with food and so much more so that you can reconnect with the powerful woman that you're meant to be, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is for you to help you step up your game, reconnect with yourself as a woman and elevate your health and life. We are going to have so much fun in this podcast. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello and welcome back. I am so excited that you're with me here today. Today we will speak about how to start your vegan fitness slash weight loss journey in 2023. We are so close to the end of the year and don't we all feel like the new year is a new start, new energy, new goals and a new you. (laughs) Some people find it cringe. I personally don't really have an opinion about it. I think in some way it's great if it helps you energetically to realign with the new you. But of course, just because it is a new year doesn't mean that automatically everything is going to change, right? You need to understand it's still going to be you. You will have to take responsibility for the new life that you want to create or the new year or the better version of you or the weight loss, whatever your goal is. I mean, probably if you're listening to this, you have a weight loss slash fitness goal to achieve or that you want to achieve. So let's get right started. So the very first thing for next year, if you want to be successful on your fitness slash weight loss journey is to set yourself a clear goal. Now, the way that I set goals with my clients is different than to probably the goal setting techniques that you see online on Instagram and Google and wherever you're looking at. The way that we set goals with my clients is from a standpoint of an emotional connection to that goal. Let me explain. Whenever you set yourself a goal, you want to be emotionally involved in this goal or with this goal. I don't just want you to set a goal. I want to lose 20 pounds. Even though it might be a great goal, there is no emotional component to that. Another way of looking at it would be, I'm going to set myself this goal of losing 20 pounds because I want to be able to play with my kids again in the garden or just do things with my kids, okay? Because right now, because I'm heavier and I don't have the energy and I don't feel good, I cannot do that. So that is a rather better example of how to set yourself a goal emotionally. Why you want to do that is for a couple of reasons. A lot of times, People ask me, Jess, I just don't have the motivation to work out, to move my body, to eat healthy. I just am not motivated to do all of those things. And I get it. We all have those days where it's harder to get up. It's harder to do the things than on other days. But also, 
it's not really motivation that you're lacking. It's the reason behind why you want to do a certain thing. Because if you truly are emotionally involved with the end result of your goal and you know, no matter what, you want to make this happen, then you will make it happen. And you will not need to look for external reasons to give you the support that you're looking for or the motivation that you're looking for. This way, whenever you think about your goal, you emotionally feel attached to that goal and you're more likely to actually take the action, do the workout, eat the healthy meal, do those things that are gonna help you achieve this goal. Because yes, weight loss is nice to have, but weight loss is not everything. And you know this as well, if you've already been on a weight loss journey, if you've ever lost weight, yes, you probably felt great or you feel great. And I'm not saying that that's not the thing that should motivate you, but usually there's a deeper meaning behind it, right? And so this can be applied to any goal that you want to set yourself. If it's fitness related or any other thing, the more emotionally involved you are with that thing, the easier it will be for you to achieve that. Yeah, that's, I think, pretty well summarized. I hope you're getting my point here. So as the end of the year approaches, I invite you to sit down, write down the goals that maybe you first have on top of your mind, and then really think about it, really sit there and ask yourself, what would this do in my life if I were to achieve this? What impact would that have? Would I feel like a better mother? Would I feel like I could do anything? Really get clear on what this would do for you. Now, the second thing is uh, if you want to be successful with your fitness, with your vegan fitness and weight loss journey next year, is to make your movements and your eating, nutrition, cooking, meal prep a non-negotiable in your calendar. If you have not done that now yet, it probably has not become part of your lifestyle yet. If you truly want to become a healthy vegan, lose the weight, keep it off, be the best version of yourself, you need to make those things a priority. And just like work, brushing your teeth, making food for your kids, this should also be a priority on top of your priorities where you put that into your calendar and it's a non-negotiable for you. You know that it's scheduled on this day at this time and you're going to do that. This is a huge step into a new life when you really dedicate yourself to it. The number one mistake that most people make when they go on a weight loss or fitness journey is that they want to be perfect. And so when they miss a day or they miss two days, they already feel like a failure and they end up just stopping it overall and don't even go back to, to just trying it again and again. The key here is consistency. And the more consistent you can be with those things, the easier it will be for you to see the change. 
it's never, never about perfection. I'm not perfect. No one I've ever worked with is perfect. The people that truly see results are the people that are consistent. So that is the second thing. The third thing which really helped a lot of my clients to have those wonderful transformations is to stay away from any restrictive slash fancy diets that are out there. And I'm highly aware of it when you Google vegan weight loss, best diet for vegan weight loss, all of those things, you get so many different opinions out there like the 80-10-10, low-fed, high-fed, keto, fruitarian, fasting, a lot. I've done literally all of the diet, all of the diets that are out there that you can find, all of them. And none of them have ever been sustainable for me and have not been sustainable for my clients. A lot of my clients that come to me have been through the same journey, have tried many different diets and have never been really successful in the long run because they're not sustainable, as I already said. The way of eating that is promoted online can even be dangerous to a point because especially on fruitarian diets or raw diets, you're missing out on a lot of amazing food groups that are full of vitamins and minerals that are going to really make you the healthiest you. Especially as women, we have a menstrual cycle and we want to make sure that we are getting a variety of food items as well as nutrients, minerals, all of those things into our diet. So the best approach in order for you to really become successful in a with a vegan diet and make it a sustainable thing is the balanced approach that I like to call it as well as the 80-20 rule. So let me share these two with you. The balanced approach is to learn how to eat a balanced vegan diet, which means whenever you have a look at your plate and you're eating, ask yourself, which one here is my protein source? Which one here is my fat source? Which one here is my carb source? And which one here is my fiber source? When you can identify each of those food groups or macros on your meal, you're doing already a really great job. The majority of new vegans especially, and even older vegans when I when they start working with me, are many times low on, low on proteins, eat a lot of carbs and fat, and forget that there is a third macro group, which is extremely important. When you increase your protein intake as a vegan, you're not only really helping your hormones and create balance, and a hormonal balance within your body, but also your satiety is increased, you're going to be less hungry, the way you process the food in your body is a lot more stable, and there is no blood sugar regulations. This is the only approach, in my opinion, that is sustainable, that is going to help you lose weight, that is going to make you feel full, and that is going to keep your hormones healthy. Any other approach is, in my opinion, not sustainable. Now, the 80-20 rule is a rule which I call 80% nutritious, 
and 20% happiness food. 80% food that you know is healthy, is fueling your body with good nutrition, and 20% food that is making you happy. If it's pizza, pasta, cookies, whatever you can think of, allowing yourself to 20% of the time have these foods in your everyday life is gonna make you feel so much less restrictive and is going to make you feel like you're not just on a short-term quick fix. Quick fixes work, don't get me wrong, but the majority of people, when they're done dieting, gain their weight back on because they've never learned how to sustainably create their meals where they can keep enjoying their favorite foods. So that is the third tip that I have for you. The fourth tip, which is equally as important, is to make rest a priority. If you're a woman listening to this, rest is your biggest friend. With a hormonal cycle, with a menstrual cycle, there's going to be hormonal fluctuations, energy fluctuations, nutritional fluctuations throughout the month that you will be going through. Some days of the month, your body is going to feel more tired and will need more rest. I have an entire episode about this as well, so check it out. And some days of the month, you're going to have more energy, more energy to burn, calories to eat less, all of those things. The more you can learn how to listen to your body and become extremely aware of your body, the better you will be able to support yourself. And the more you allow your body to rest and work with those cycles that you're going through every single month, the more success you're going to see in your fitness journey. And this might work against what you've ever heard before, but the whole fitness industry does not include the menstrual cycle in their learnings and research yet. Maybe they're starting now. But the majority of coaches that I know out there do not teach this, which then in turn makes women feel horrible. They're working against their bodies. They're burning out. They're actually really doing their body a disservice. So that is an extremely, extremely important aspect, which not only helped me really be sustainable with my weight loss and fitness journey, but everyone else that has ever worked with me. And then the fifth and equally as important, I feel like all of them are important. So the fifth tip is to make your mental health a priority. When I first started my fitness journey, I thought that all I had to do was to do all of those external fitness things. And that was, that was going to fix who I am, how I thought about myself, how I feel about myself, how I love myself how I don't love myself, all of those things. And I very quickly quickly realized that that was not the ultimate solution. I realized that my mental health was the reason why I was not achieving my goals. If you ever decide to work with me, you will understand this aspect a lot because we work differently than other coaches out there. Yes, you get the meal plan. Yes, you get the training plan. Yes, you get all of those things that you need in order to, to, to you know, be successful. But one more thing, which is the biggest aspect, is that you're going to get to know yourself to a level 
you've never thought you would be before. And that aspect is actually the most important one. Because if you're not feeling well yourself, it's going to be hard for you to get up in the morning. It's going to be hard for you to work out. It's going to be hard for you to do all of those things. Putting yourself and your well-being first is the utmost priority. So the combination of looking at it in a holistic way is going to make you successful in the long run. And it's not going to miss out on the most important aspects, which is you, right? The whole fitness industry is very focused on external things on doing all of those things externally where there's nothing wrong with that, as I'm not saying it. But if you're missing out on all of the other aspects, such as your menstrual cycle, your inner health, how you talk to yourself, how you wake up in the morning, your anxiety, your depression, all of that, those things, they're playing a part of who you are. And these should never be ignored. They should be seen as part of ourselves. And when you can do that, the better and more successful you're going to be, right? And that is it. That is pretty much it. Um, I think that you got this and you're going to be successful no matter what. Make, it a, make yourself a priority next year. Make your well-being a priority. Make your goals a priority and you're going to see what's possible for you. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. As always, I love having you here with me. I really enjoy having you here with me. I also want to remind you that I have a new Instagram account. I created a new Instagram account for multiple reasons, but I'm very happy that I did. So please give me a follow over there. It would mean a lot to me. It would really mean a lot to me if you could support me over there. And I'm sending you so much love. Have a wonderful Christmas. And I'll talk to you very soon. Take care.